Hi everyone, good to see you. My name is Anke Mulman. Our website is cwowi.eu, stands for Church with Herbals International, a network of house churches worldwide. You can find on, go to our website, find a lot of information about that. But today I want to talk to you about part two of our life journey and how we ended up doing house church. I think last lesson number one, if you haven't uh, seen that or heard that, you can go there on the YouTube. But um, we ended, I think we ended... Um, that the, the bookshop Acapé in Deventer that we had to close it because of failures done in the past and Will couldn't manage to make things right. So sometimes the Lord asks you to do some things to close it, not just to continue it, but to close it. You know, and in our Christian minds, oftentimes we think, oh, to close something, that can't be the Lord because everything the Lord is, it will always grow and, and, and flourish and develop. And we look at numbers and such, but the Lord looks at different things he he is different than we sometimes think so we had to close it but then the question was now what now we are unemployed so he we we were unemployed for quite some time and will did a lot of things in 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 the church but then the door opened for a job as a manager of a big christian uh, bookshop in the center of the netherlands and uh, well, he we went there. Will went there. He had a, a talk with them, but they, they wanted to hire him. But they mentioned um, one of the well, you have to move from Deventer and live somewhere over here, because otherwise you will not have the job. So we went back home and we thought about it, and we thought, do we really want to move? Because the church we were part of was a wonderful church. We loved it. We loved the people. That it was our home, our spiritual home. So. We decided, you know what, we pray, we really do need a word from God because we were not that people, we are still not that people that because of a job we would move somewhere or leave a church or or a job or something that you do. So yeah, we prayed and I still remember I was in one room, Will in another room, I said, Father, we need a word from you, a rhema word. You know what a rhema word is, that the Lord speaks something to you and he can take it out of the word, but he can just speak it to you in another way. But I went, I, I looked at my Bible because that is oftentimes how the Lord speaks to me. And to me, he gave me the scripture. It is in John 15. I was reading it and it just jumped out and it says, you did not chose me, John 15, 16. <clears throat> but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. It was like, wow, the Father chose me. I, I knew that, I knew that, but that we should go. So I, for myself, before me, I knew we had to go. So, and then Will came into the room and said, well, the Lord spoke to me. And he gave him a scripture actually from Abraham. Like, Ab like the Lord said to Abraham, you have to get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation and bless you and so on. And you will be a blessing, Genesis 12. That was very, um, how do you say, it, uh, specific because it says leave your family and your father's house and where we lived at that time. It was where Will was uh, was born, where where he grew up. It was not my, uh, where I was born. I was born in a different um, area of the Netherlands. So the Lord, of course, he knows specific. He knows what is in the word and he knows exactly uh, how he should speak to us. So then we knew we had to move. So we said, okay, we will take the job. So the Lord provided for a house. I still remember, I, we knew there were houses, new homes built in the city called Houghton. 
and we went there and I, I still remember that I bought a map of Houten, opened it and looked at it and thought, okay, where is Driebergen, where Will is going to work? So he probably sometimes will go by bike or whatever, or by car. So what is the easiest way for him to go to Houten? It's over here in this area. Is there a school? Yeah, there's a school. Where's the center? Oh, the center is quite near too. So then I prayed and even um, then I prayed and I prayed, Father, I, I would like to have, I ask you for a home in this area of the city so that I can walk to the city center because I will not have a car and my kids were small and there's a school nearby so I can walk them to school and Will can go for to his job very easily. And the Lord did. I did not know when you read here in John 15, the uh, 16, the scripture that I wrote with you, that it says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. That is not a blank statement that uh, whatever you want, you know, I want a Mercedes, I want this, he will give you no. But it's specific that you go, yet you hear from the Lord, that you have that rhema word, and according to that rhema word, you may ask what you want, what you need. So that's what I did. I didn't understand that scripture right then, but now I do. And even if you don't know uh, certain principles and the ways of the Lord, but when you function in it, the Lord will do it. And afterward, maybe when you look back at your at your life, you think, okay, that's true. That's what I did. And I didn't know that you can ask according to the rhema word, you know, that he gives you and the Lord will will do that. He will give you what you need. So, okay, we ended up in uh, in Houten and Will worked in Driebergen and he worked there for quite some years, five, six years, I suppose. And, I, and we were uh, active in the church there. It was not a Pentecostal church. Well, they did not call themselves Pentecostal, but evangelical, probably to be not a stumble block to uh, many traditional uh, churches and people from churches. Uh, but over time, I have to say that it was very sad. Uh, the gospel was watered down. You know, at a certain point, you couldn't talk about uh, uh, the baptism with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues that it is for everyone because you don't know. You know, sometimes the Lord wants to give you, wants to baptize you and you can speak in tongues, but it's not for everyone. Healing is not for everyone. So everything in the world was watered down bit by bit. And we were part of it and we didn't even notice it. But later on, we understood what was happening, of course, but we were busy in the church. Uh, we had our uh, the youth meetings in our home Saturday evenings, which was uh, fun. We always loved the, the 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 joy that those young people gave in our home. And I remember one of those evenings, Saturday evening, I was in the kitchen making some coffee, and the young people were in a living room. And I saw some of them were praying, and another one was playing on his guitar. And it was just life, you know, as it go as it goes. It was family. And I remember that the Lord suddenly spoke to me when I looked at them and he said, this is what I want you to start doing or to do. And But he, in, he said it in Dutch and in Dutch it means what you will do in the future. I don't know how to explain it in English, but what you will do in the future. This is what I want you to, what you will do in the future. And I wondered and I said, what do you mean, Lord, if you mean Having young people in our homes, we are already doing that. So what do you mean? And I didn't understand. I thought about it and it didn't make any sense to me. So I said, okay, Father, I will just put it on the shelf. You have to reveal to me what you mean. But I had no idea. But okay, then life went on and uh, Will worked in the in that bookshop. It was a good time. Children grew up. They went to high school. 
And uh, finally, we had a little bit more money so we could provide for the kids uh, and the books and stuff they needed at high school. But then at a certain point, someone of the board <coughs> of that uh, shop, the Christian bookshop, came to Will and said, well, you know, we think your time here is over and we want you to look for another job, start looking for another job. You have six months time to find another job. If you have not find another job, then we will uh, release you. We, we will um, uh, let you go. You know, your contract is over. And if you if you don't want to uh, do that, well, we will find some things against you. Which was like, wow, how can a Christian do that? That was very hard for us. But okay, uh, we looked for another job and there was not another job. So they had to let him go. And then we were out of job again. And we wondered, Lord, what is going on? There was that promise when I talked to you about uh, last uh, uh, last video, I think, but the Lord spoke to us in 1980 that the testimonies of my first witnesses will also be the testimonies of my last witnesses. And, and that word what the Lord gave uh, at the youth meeting, so we had no idea what's going on. Lord, are we missing you? And it felt sometimes like you are walking in the dark and you do, you go left and right, but have no idea where to go, you know. But then uh, a, a door opened. It seemed to us that the door opened in the city center of Utrecht. Maybe you've heard of that city in, in the center of the Netherlands. There was also a Christian bookshop and they sold uh, music and stuff. And the owner wanted to sell it, wanted to retire. So we started to work there. Will and I, we both did. He worked full time, of course, and I part time because I had a kids. But it was, there was never a real peace, certainly not in Will. He felt awful. He couldn't work there. It felt so dark to work there. And we didn't understand why does it feel so dark. So we had one year time to decide if we wanted to take it, to take the business over or not. But things just didn't work out financially spoken, didn't work out. So we had to tell the owners, I'm sorry, but we can't take it, take that, uh, take the, the, what is it, the business. We have to quit and, and you have to find someone else. So that was hard because then you are unemployed again. But I still remember one of those last days that we worked there, someone came in the shop that we knew from the past, a Christian, and he talked to us and he mentioned out of the blue, have you ever heard of a Domata Bible school? And we said, no, never heard of it. He said, well, that's a very good Bible school. And he and he left and uh, something in, inside, you know, resonated. Domata Bible school, Domata Bible school. Okay, and a couple of days later, in the newspaper, we read, uh, we, there was an ad and it says, um, Domata Bible School, and it mentioned that you could, uh, that they had free lessons. You could go there on an evening and just follow one of those lessons and see if it was something for you. And then later on, you could decide if you wanted to be, uh, to become a, a student at the Bible school. And we saw that Domata said, Hey, this is what that guy talked about. Wednesday evening, we can go. Let's go there. So that Wednesday, we went there and we sat down and we listened to the word and it was the word. And we heard the word as what we have, what we believed before, you know, before everything was watered down. And it was, and we saw it in the word and the things were opened up to us again. And there was such peace when we were sitting there and we knew this is what the Lord wants us to do now. This is the next step we have to follow and be part of the Domada Bible School. So yeah, Will uh, entered that, uh, Will became a student. I was at home with the kids. And uh, we really enjoyed it. And whether the, the basics of the gospel was again, the foundation was again laid in our lives. 
later on they uh, I was one the, uh, the they kind of asked me to translate uh you know, because it was english based so uh, the the uh, how said the teachers came from oftentimes from the states and they had to be translated because many in uh, uh, many of the dutch people who were students did not understand and at a certain point i started to translate which was very good for me because my fear of speaking in front of people and having holding a mic in my hand i had to uh, overcome it. I had to step out of my comfort zone and started to translate. And actually, when I started to do it, I loved it. It was good. I made a lot of mistakes, but I thought, okay, if there's someone else who can do a better job, please come, please show yourself and, and, and do it. So that's what we did. We followed the Bible school and we were part of the Bible school for um, even after the Bible school had finished, we were part of the Bible, uh, of the board of the Bible school, of the staff. And I remember at the last, one of the last uh, evenings, as a student, we all prayed and we, uh, we, we had learned to pray in tongues, to pray out the will of God for your life. And we prayed to what is the next step, what we should do. And the Lord said, spoke to us, you have to take the next step. But we had no idea what is the next step. So then you pray, because we understood that we had learned in the Bible school what it says in 1 Corinthians 2. It says in verse 9, <clears throat> I'm sorry, that I nor ear nor the, the mind of man can understand the, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. So you can't find his will with your natural senses. And then it says, but... God has revealed them to us through his spirit. So God wants to reveal the things that he has prepared for us, which he had prepared for us, the step we had to take through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, uh, yeah, the deep things of God. And then we knew, we learned to pray out um, um, the will of God by praying in tongues, having his perfect will in our spirit. And we kind of, you draw it up until it becomes clear in your mind, till it becomes a revelation in your mind. And I think I have 14 minutes already um, uh, here on the teller. I think there will be a part three, how we finally ended up doing house church, because that is a story in itself. But I want to encourage you. You know, sometimes in your life, you want to follow the Lord. You have, you have a heart to follow him, but you don't know anything. And the thing is that the Lord sometimes speaks things and it feels like now, but it can take years before you finally walk in it. And then you wonder, have I done something wrong? Did I miss a clue? Did I miss an exit or whatever? What is going on? But I have learned and I see that in the lives of many other people, when you have a heart to follow the Lord and to serve him, he will guide your steps. He will order your steps. And just just be uh, uh, have confidence that he knows everything about your life, that he will guide you, that he will bring you there. But in the meantime, trust him, learn to trust him. Okay, next time, the last, the final part, part three, how we finally ended up doing house church. See you then. Thank you.